0: So we got to obviously start the NBA final, and we have to say that uh, you know it breathed some life into it with the Celtics fourth quarter last night, where they just absolutely buried Golden State, forty points, and obviously outscored them by twenty-four. Win the game going away, unbelievable shooting exhibition by the Celtics. Uh, down twelve, start of the fourth quarter, you know all the details as the Celtics really pummel Golden State, and if nothing else, knock a lot of swagger out of them uh, as far as uh, the postseason goes. I mean. Listen, I I thought that the Celtics had a chance to win this series, but I'd admit the first to tell you when it was 87-72 Golden State and I've uh, Steph Curry three was in the air with a chance to go up 18. I didn't give the Celtics much of an opportunity uh, to win the game in the fourth quarter. They played a very bad third quarter, Boston, especially at the start of it when they didn't play very well. But they got their rhythm early in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brown made the two big baskets to get them going, and then everybody made a contribution except for Tatum, who didn't do much in the game. He shot three for 17, but you know uh, White did a great job. He's played very well for him. Horford obviously made two or three huge baskets two threes in succession, then a little two-point shot. Pritchard made a couple of shots. I mean, they really, had yeah, the, the alley-oop to Williams, just a hell of a job uh, by the Celtics. Uh, you know, part of it is horrendous defense by the Warriors. They're not a good defensive team. Uh, and the other part of it, of course, Boston made was uh, shot 50% from, basically 50% from three and 50% for the game. Uh, and, you know, And listen, you can't give up 40 points in the fourth quarter. And I know the game is all about threes, and the Celtics made a ton of them. And in a couple of those sequences, the uh, hands were in their faces when they let the ball fly, and it's doing in, so I understand that. But uh, you cannot allow 40 points up at home in an NBA championship game and then sit there and tell me about your great defense. That you can't have you can't have happen there. And part of it was offense too, but and they took bad shots and you know jamon Green made bad passes, took a bad three, missed two free throws. Uh, But overall it was the Celtics offense uh that won this game. And if nothing else, what the Celtics did here is they knocked a little swagger away from Golden State. You know, from their fan base, they uh, rock their confidence a bit. Uh, they, you know, uh, Curry, who likes to do a little jitterbugging and the mouthpiece dangling and all those kinds of things. And he had a great first quarter, don't get me wrong. He didn't do very much after that at all. But he can be awfully cocky and drive you crazy. Green, you know, when he makes a layup with his muscles being sprouted, and then he turns around and misses the free throw. You know, Horford kind of mocked him at the end by doing the same exact thing that he did green earlier in the game. It knocked a little swagger out of of the Warriors. You know, they've won the championships. They've, you know, they've been uh, cruising at home throughout the postseason. They're the favorite in this series. They have the experience. And then all of a sudden, with a 12-point lead, start of the fourth quarter, they get buried. Uh, with that fan base that kind of believes, you know, all things Steph and all things Thompson and all things Kerr, it really threw them for a the loop. It will be very, very interesting to see how they bounce back. They haven't had any repeat, any uh, moment of angst throughout the postseason. They got a break with Denver, no Murray. They were up 2 0 on the Nuggets, one game three. They certainly got a, a break with Moran's injury, plus a missed layup in the first game. They got a huge break that Dallas did their dirty work and buried Phoenix. And in a game seven, so they got a, you know, a Dallas team that didn't deserve to be in a conference final. So uh, I, and now, you know, they're in the deep end of the pool. And the Celtics have been, if nothing else, paddle tested. We talked about that throughout the postseason with game sevens against Milwaukee and Miami. Road games they had to have a la a game six in, uh, it, uh, in, Milwaukee, in Milwaukee when they were down 3-2. They beat the Nets. Durant and um, and uh, obviously Kyrie in four straight beginning on Easter Sunday. So a hell of a job by the Celtics here in this spot. And, uh, you know, they really made the Warriors game a hell of a lot to think about. it would be very, very interesting to see how the Warriors respond to getting knocked around a little bit. You know, now they obviously have to win a game in Boston. Now, listen, Miami did. So it's no sense, to, no reason why Golden State can't. But, you know, I'm not even sure if Golden State's going to win game two. So before we get to game three and beyond in uh, the position... In the uh, at the TD Bank North, let's see the uh, Warriors get off the deck in a in a, in a game two. Uh, I actually think the extra day off will help the Celtics get them back down to earth, and then the coach can build them back up again uh, before they get to the game on Sunday night. And uh, listen, you can't say enough about the resiliency of the Celtics. They won this game last night despite a horrendous game for Tatum. Again, he did nothing in the game. Uh, three out of seventeen, he was not a factor. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know what Brown did. He made two big baskets early in that fourth quarter to get them believing. The alley played play to Williams and off uh, off and running were the Celt- were the uh, Celtics, and they never really looked back. And, you know, that game was tied with four or five minutes to go. We've been waiting for a game like that in the postseason, going down to the last possession, and it quickly became a complete blowout. And don't sit there and tell me that, you know, Curry doesn't need Durant because I guarantee you if they have Durant in the last seven or eight minutes, they don't go uh, – they score more than Sixteen points. That I can promise you. If Durant is on that team with Curry and Thompson, they don't go. They don't score sixteen points in the fourth quarter of a Finals game. That I can swear on it. That they wouldn't have done. So, and I don't. I'm not here to pick on Curry. But again, when they needed some offense, some baskets, they needed some length. They needed uh, some toughness on defense. It was nonexistent. existent and you can sit there as Kerr did after the game, and he did it, you know, nicely. I'll give uh, for, for Mike first gut instinct of the game is that Boston played a beautiful fourth quarter, and he's right. But the Warriors' fourth quarter performance was atrocious. I mean, they they, they play badly offensively, and they were nowhere to be found defensively. You can't allow forty points at home in a, in a in a in a in a championship game when you have a twelve point lead. That you can't have. That that you can't have. Horford was wide open. Whatever they did defensively, rotations, they never got to him. He made wide-open shots. Uh, you know, just listen, there were some tough shots made. White made a tough shot once with Curry in his face. Uh, but, again, the thing I like about the game more than anything else, uh, I like the idea that the Warriors are now back on their heels. You know, the Warriors have lived a very charm life. Outside of Durant's Achilles, where they had the, written, they had the uh, built-in excuse when they played Toronto, uh, I mean, you know, they've, you know, they've kind of lived a, a little bit of a charm life. You know, they're out there in the Pacific Northwest. The whole world thinks they're fun, and he's the greatest coach in the world, and they play a fun style, and boy, how much fun it would be to play for the Warriors, a great arena, great basketball spot, all that nonsense. That's all you ever hear, but, you know, when they had to go eyeball to eyeball last night, they collapse now they have a chance to bounce back uh, this series is you know they have too much firepower not to have an opportunity here they uh, you know to win game 2 and then of course go to boston and figure out a way to win a game and then we got a best of 3 they got home court so uh, it is it, it is it's certainly not impossible but they gave uh, the Celtics did they gave golden state a whole hell of a lot to think about and if I was a warrior and I blew that lead and I'm walking off that court last night, the last thing I wanted to do is give the Celtics that kind of belief. And the Celtics have a lot of belief on the road to begin with. This is a franchise that won two in, Boston, uh, two in New uh, Brooklyn, they won two in Milwaukee, and they won three in Miami. I mean, and they won a couple of elimination games on the road, too. They are not going to be intimidated. I wouldn't want to play game seven but in, uh, at the chase, but they would not even be intimidated if they got to that spot on Father's Day night. So, uh, you know, fascinating game. You know it did not draw a horrendous rating, eight million on ABC. That is a terrible nBA rating um, now it wasn't a night, but big deal. I beat the hockey game you know I, 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 it's you know they beat Edmonton in Colorado really we 're going to crow about that? I mean I uh, beat a couple of local ball games i mean uh, that is a uh, I thought they'd do twelve million and then we you know we build upon that as the series went along. That is a horrendous rating, eight million people. For an NBA Finals game between the Boston Celtics and a team that's won three championships with the great Curry, that is a, oh my, it's not because Mark Jones was the play-by-play guy. And he wasn't Breen. We all know that. Uh, it, 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 and nor was, uh, you know, they needed Van Gundy there in a worst way. Uh, they, it wasn't because the announcing crew was disheveled by COVID. That is a horrendous rating. Now, they won tonight, so when you read the stories here, you know, today or tomorrow, they're all going to crow about, hey, look at that. We had the best rating night. We won the ratings period, blah, blah, blah. Eight million people, you know, the baseball does that. I mean, uh, and they're on Fox and FS1. I mean, ABC, ABC. Got to do better than that. That's a bad rating. Now, maybe Sunday night, you know, 8 o'clock. You know, people sort of settle in. Ah, let's put the NBA game on, see what's going on. You know, maybe it will build a little interest. But and, and you can't argue the game wasn't close. So the idea that, you know, the nation went to sleep on it, that, that's not the case. I mean, you know, the game was not over at the start of the fourth quarter. And, you know, middle of the fourth quarter was a, a one-possession game. The America did not tune in. Surprised by that. Very. You and I did though, and what we do like about it, the Warriors gotta go back to the drawing board. The pressure is on them. Let's see him respond. Want more, Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed, weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82.